Welcome to the Early Career Moves Podcast, the career strategy podcast for BIPOC folks in their 20s and 30s trying to figure out their next career move. I'm your host, Priscilla Weninger Bolcha, Latinx career coach, former talent recruiter, and human capital management consultant. Each Friday, I'll share an actionable tip to help you on your career change journey so that you can job search with confidence, land amazing job offers, and get on with your life. Let's get started. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to the Early Career Moves podcast. Today I'm talking about why applying to jobs online is not a career change strategy. And I want you to listen to this if you feel like you've been submitting a lot of job applications and have not received any interview invitations or maybe you haven't been successful in even hearing back from these applications. And on next week's episode, I'm actually going to take you through the whole like journey history of how the job search process has evolved from the 1970s to today. And the reason why I want you to like understand big picture how the job search process has evolved is because I want you to see how it has led us to where we are today, which is a world where we are flooded with so much technology available at our fingertips to access job opportunities. But on the flip side of that coin, companies are absolutely overwhelmed with the amount of job applications that they receive, so much so that they don't actually look at even half of them ever. So it's likely that all those applications you're submitting, many of them never even get looked at. And in next week's episode, I'm going to talk about why that is and definitely recommend you tune in to understand how did we get here, basically? Like, why why are we living in this world where technology is in some ways hampering that process, but also there are lots of opportunities that you want to be taking advantage of with technology, and that's basically to identify people, human beings who you can talk to and who can help you. All right, let me get into my little public service announcement for the day. This is a short episode, but it's a really important concept that you have to understand so that you can decide how to use your time most effectively during your job search. All right, let's get into it. To put it really bluntly, the modern day standard American model of job searching or the model that 90% of job seekers use is one that has a success rate of less than 5%. Let me say that again. The modern day standard American model for job searching, which 90% of job seekers use, is one that has a success rate of less than 5%. So the traditional model that people believe is the job search process is this. You go online, you look for a job listing on the internet, you read the job description, you decide whether it's the right role for you, you submit your resume, your cover letter, You tailor it right to the job description and then you wait around for the hiring manager to call you for an interview or email you and then you just wait. Okay, so that's the standard process that most people, including myself in the past, believed is the way that you're supposed to get a job. And the problem with this process is that over half of employers have admitted that they respond to fewer than half of the candidates that even apply. So this is like even just responding to, acknowledging and responding to. And so this traditional model fails really often because 
We all expect that the perfect job is waiting there for us. And if we just do those steps that I just outlined, like the job should happen, right? We just believe that it should just work out according to that plan. The reality is that most great jobs are never publicly listed. The most interesting jobs, especially for smaller companies, startups, companies that have less than 50 employees, companies that don't have HR departments, they don't regularly post jobs. And then large companies often post their most interesting jobs internally only, making it invisible to job seekers. So they make their, they might actually post the role tech, like to be able to say that they posted it externally, but truly they have an internal candidate for it. Companies also do this thing called posting an evergreen job requisition. That is basically like posting a job posting, knowing that they don't actually have a role for it, but assuming that, but doing so so that they can build a pool of candidates should they need them later. So that's called an evergreen job rec. People also call them phantom listings, right? These are basically listings that are like not truly active. Like they're they're there, but they're just not really looking for someone. Maybe they're just following the bureaucracy and the rules. In fact, in the US, only 20% of available jobs are posted on the internet which means that four out of five jobs are not available through the standard model of job searching. And so you might be wondering, okay, so like, where, like, what, like, where are these four out of five jobs that aren't available? That brings me to the hidden job market. And this refers to a market of jobs that are only open to people who are already connected into the web of professional relationships in which the job resides. This is an insider's game and your ticket in is by way of the informational chat, which is why I spend so much time talking about the informational chat. Earlier in this season, I have three episodes for you. Episodes 64, 65, and 66 are fully devoted to helping you be ready for informational chats because they're such a critical part of the process. The more informational chats that you conduct where you're building meaningful relationships with people, getting to know them, the more likely and the higher chance it'll be that you'll be referred to that company, to positions, or you'll be presented opportunities for jobs that are not necessarily posted or people wouldn't know about. It's like cutting the line. That's another way to think of it is like talking to people allows you to cut the line. You make it more likely for people to think critically about you as a candidate and bring opportunities your way. So instead of submitting 30 job applications or 15 job applications, what I actually would recommend that you do, and this is one of those bulletproof strategies, I would so much rather that you spend your time finding 15 people or 30 people or 50 people, like be willing to take massive action and reach out to these folks via your LinkedIn, your private network and ask them to get on the phone with you and chat with you for 20 to 25 minutes and have an informational chat and do not ask them for a job. You want to just make this a very organic conversation where you want to learn more about their path, ask them questions, and then ask them, you know, what is it like to have your job? What is it like to work at your company? Again, go back to episodes 64, 65, 66 that I created for you for the informational chat But that activity of 
talking to human beings, that opens up a whole new world of hidden job opportunities. Every time you talk to someone, you ask them, is there anyone else that you recommend within your network that you could introduce me to and continue to build upon that network? Be willing to have these conversations. I guarantee you they will lead to the best possible jobs, okay? It's the equivalent of cutting the line. When you apply to jobs, that action feels like you're making progress, but are you really making progress if you're submitting a bunch of apps and you haven't talked to anyone at that company, you haven't reached out to the recruiter or the hiring manager on LinkedIn, you haven't gotten referred to it. How do you know that that application is even being looked at? When I was a talent recruiter, I would be overwhelmed on a daily basis by how many applications we would get. And that was for a teaching position. Arguably, teacher positions are less desired. People can make that argument for you know salary compensation reasons. There's honestly many reasons why people wouldn't want to be a teacher. There's a huge teacher shortage. But when I was hiring, recruiting for teachers, I mean, we would have 20, 30, 40, 50 apps on a daily basis come in. And if I have eight hours and I need to hire for 100 positions, I don't have the time to go through all of those applications. I need that software tool to immediately reject and weed out people who don't fit the bill, okay? Guess who I am gonna prioritize? People who have been referred to me, okay? Just want you to think a little bit about this as you move forward in your job search. Yes, apply to things when you need to, but prioritize the networking. I promise you, it'll lead you to your next job. All right, y'all, have a beautiful weekend. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you head over to ecmpodcast.com slash free course and sign up for my free job search training course. I teach you the three things that you need to know before you go into a job search process. My goal is to help you change careers with confidence and ease so you can move on with your life. I'll see you next week.